Quest with the Book of Sorrows is returning again after a small little hiatus. Well, by the time you guys listen to this, there'll be no hiatus, but to us, there was a hiatus. <laughs> Everybody's back here tonight, uh, except uh, we're missing a few characters, and I've prearranged this situation for them not to be here to distract the rest of the party as I pull out my notes that I quickly drew up at work today. That's what I do at work, plan adventures to do. <laughs> so, uh, just, uh, let's sound off, starting with the crisp man. I am here. And you're playing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm playing, uh, some guy. I don't know. Stop what's, trying to show off, all right? Huh? Stop trying to show off. No, I, I, I thought you said you are playing, like, yes, I am here, and I am playing the game, not you are playing X character, but Trask. Okay. And, Leaf, you'll be playing... I'll be playing Myron. Myron. And he is just a catch He's a cleric magic user. Okay. And we have Erwin, played by Mike. Yes. Yes. And he is Mike? No. I am Mike. He is my character. Disconnecting from the punk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is a fighter. Just plain old fighter. Okay. And we have Mike... W, and he'll be playing Delphin. Delphin. The Delphin Slidehand. Who is a thief. I mean thief. <laughs> he's a snake. He's a sneak, that's right. And last but not least, Andy. Now, just a, a point of order. If he's going to be the crisp man, can I be the soggy man? <laughs> How long have you been holding on to that joke? <laughs> About a minute and a half. Um, I'm playing Corbin Graves, a very serious human cleric of St. Cuthbert. Who has donned the leadership of the party after Belnor's demise. I don't know how on earth other people let that happen, but... Mm. Our condolences. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you all had uh, gone through your watches and you woke up the next morning, refreshed, packed up, ready to go to continue your quest in the forest, but you all realize that there's something missing. Something's missing. Something's amiss. You're not quite sure at first, but then after looking around, you notice that your party is too short. Not by trash short, I mean by too short by people. <laughs> We've all shrunk. We've all shrunk to trash size. You all notice that Galvin is missing, and so is Lyrian missing. None of the watches saw them disappear? No. Kind of odd. Mm. I think, uh, was Erwin on the last watch? I don't remember exactly. Eh. I don't either. Yeah, it was too long ago. I guess I should listen. <laughs> we'll say so, sure. All right. Actually, I think it was uh, Lyrian and uh, Corbin were last watch. Well, when you were on watch, Lyrian went to go to the bathroom and he never came back. Okay. So when you went to go wake the rest of the party, you noticed that Galvin was also missing. In, uh... On the, uh, bed area that was Galvin, you see what looks like a rolled-up scroll. A tattered rolled-up scroll there. Is there bedding still there? Yes. Hmm. Any of his other equipment? Uh... Maybe his backpack. Like his okay. personal belonging stuff that he kept, like his change of clothes and stuff in. Right. His bag of gold. <laughs> so I grab the uh, scroll and uh, see if I can read it. Uh, you open it up and it's in a weird language you've never seen before. I'll secure the bag of gold. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will. There's some questionable people around here. <laughs> Uh, Myron will peek over his shoulder and see if he recognizes the writing on the scroll. Well, when I see that, I'll just hand it around to see if anyone else can read it. So, Myron, you can certainly look at it first. Uh, Myron, you realize that you really can't read it. Oh. Does anyone have comprehend languages? Or is it read languages? If it's, if it's Elvish, I can. <laughs> Elvish? No, it's not. Um... 
Myron is like language guy, I guess. I, I, well, never mind. He's language guy? Yeah. <laughs> he's got a ton, but... Uh, no potato, I guess. Nobody has read magic. This is what happens when your magic user and your druid disappear. <laughs> uh, Myron doesn't have it memorized, no. Unfortunately. More to the point, um, I want to check and make sure that the book is still there. Because the book, if the book right. is not there, to answer your question, no, it is not. You search through all of Galvin's belongings, and you do not find anything. Can we see any tracks or any kind of uh, you know twigs broke or anything indicating which direction they went? Uh, after careful searches around the camp area, you do find. These hoof-like prints heading into the forest. And looks like oh, they're God. two-legged. Yeah, that looks like a good place to start. Two-legged hoofed in. creature? Sorry? A two-legged hoofed creature? That's what you estimate, yes. Is it a single, uh, or is it a cleft hoof? Cleft. Mm. Yes, satyrs. Hmm. What's Trask doing since he's so quiet? I'm uh, listening. Uh, trying to. Th Galvin has the book. Galvin doesn't want the book destroyed. Hmm. It's his precious. The, <laughs> it is his precious. <laughs> what makes you think he didn't want to destroy it? I thought that was. Did I miss something? No, he is. Uh, been, he looked inside the book, and he's been drawn to it ever since. Uh, and uh, Corbin is not very happy with this situation at all. He's mad at himself. He predicted this would happen and didn't do anything about it. Hmm. I don't know, man. Satyrs. I don't know anything about satyrs. What's weird is that, that Lyrian is gone as well your guide through the forest, which kind of leaves you guys uh, hanging uh, in the wind right now. Myron, are you at all familiar with these woods? Not really. Lyrian was kind of the guide. I, uh, yeah. You've probably been through it like once or twice with him in your travels, but not enough to guide anybody through it. What's the direction we're traveling in, generally? To the north. To the north. Well, to the north! And the tracks are going off to the north as well? The tracks are going off into the west. Deeper into the dark, ugly forest of doom. Yeah, I see well, we it's a pleasant place. There's no point in going north. We don't have the book. Yeah, yeah there's no point. We gotta get the book. We can keep roughly west by looking at the sun, as long as we can see it. Well, yeah. hopefully we can keep following these tracks, and we'll follow them as long as we can, anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's going to be your plan of action. You're going to follow the tracks until uh, you can't follow them anymore? Sounds like a good plan to me. Okay. And I, I want to make sure we leave a trail... So, very obvious trail of either, you know, digging into the ground or breaking off branches as we go along so we can find our way back. Okay. Uh, what's your marching order into the uh, woods? Tapping Crispy? I'll take the I guess I'll go first. What was that, Mike Wilson? <laughs> Uh, I was just going to say I would take the front to uh, follow the tracks unless uh, Crispy can do that. Well, can we or march side tracks. by side? It would be a little tough, but you probably could. Okay. Myron would like to go behind the front-line fighters if possible. Okay. I'll go in the front. <laughs> Is everybody going to go in the front? <laughs> I'll be behind. So it's going to be four people marching in a row with <laughs> with Corbin behind them. It's chorus line. 
You should have an easy time walking, Corbin. <laughs> I like I'll elbow walk behind Trask then. All right, so Delphin's going to try to scout out the tracks. I'm going to say that Crispy and and um, Myron are behind him, and then we have Irwin and uh, Corbin bringing up the rear. Yeah, that works. Okay. Trying to think of what we have that we can leave as a trail. Breadcrumbs? Mm. Just scratch a tree branch at about your level. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna leave markers somehow? somehow? Yeah, we can just we can just chop uh chop curves into trees or something as we go and then follow them back, maybe. That's a great idea. I'm just thinking how how much it would piss uh 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 Lyrian, Lyrian off. Well he shouldn't have uh, taken off then. <laughs> it's true. We aren't uh, damaging these trees uh, beyond repair. I don't have a, a, a problem with it. Okay. Alright, so you're trekked through the forest. Uh, let's see here. Delphin, you're going to have to give me a couple of... Uh, uh, we'll call it spot checks. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> D20s? Uh, no, I'll go with a D6. Okay. And tell me what you roll. The first one is six. You go, oh, what happened to the tracks on the ground? <laughs> and start veering off into the forest some ways. And then you realize there are no tracks anymore. Uh, well, I go back to where I know where there's tracks, and then I try to catch my brains again and, and find out where they actually went. All right, go again. Uh, two. Okay, you follow the tracks, and you see it's getting deeper into the forest. It's getting a little bit darker now as you guys are approaching further inside the forest. After about, I'd say about an hour, hour and a half travels, the, the tracks are still going. And you notice that next to the tracks, there now is looks like a dragging in the mud, or the dirt, I should say. Like someone was being dragged. Hmm. No blood? No blood. Can we tell how, like, roughly how big the person was? Uh, like, humanoid size. Humanoid size. So you guys want to continue on to the dark through the night, or stop, or? Well, it's, I mean, it's not going to get any brighter, because it's, you know, daytime, so I say we just light a torch and go ahead. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Uh, you guys in the back keep the torch. I'll use uh, improvision unless that's not enough. All right, uh, give me one more roll again. Okay, uh, that's a one. You have no problem following the tracks as you go further into the forest, and then you suddenly you have stopped because you start hearing some rustling sounds from far ahead, kind of like music and dancing, and maybe people chatting and singing. Large number of voices you hear. In fact, as he stops and you all uh, take notice, you all start hearing it now as well. Do we see any light coming from the forest? Uh, upon further, further in, yeah, creeping up further, you do see some light coming from an area inside the forest. It looks like a big giant fire pit, and there's these odd, odd-looking creatures dancing around the fire pit. You really don't believe it when you first see it, but you kind of rub your eyes and get a closer look at them as you focus because of the light. And it, they look like they they have the satyr half of the body for the you know below the waist, and they're man shaped on the top, but their heads kind of look like they kind of look like pumpkins, and their eyes are lit up. That's weird. That can't be good. And they seem to be doing some type of ceremonial dance around this fire pit. And uh, that's all you can really see. <laughs> can we tell if the, those pumpkin heads are masks or they're literal heads? You really can't tell from how far away you are. Okay. How many are there, ballpark? Just by the ones you've seen dancing around the fire, you see at least six. Okay. Hmm. 
It's now the Atlanta Braves song. I whisper up to Myron, do you have sleep prepared by any chance? No, I have Charm Person prepared. Oops. You can take care of one of them. Isn't it always like that? Why don't you ask Gal... Oh, wait, he's not here. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Galvin had sleep prepared, which is why I prepared Charm Person. <laughs> well, too late now. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe we should have the thief Sounds- sneak closer and see if he can see Galvin. Or- I was going to say, I, I can try to sneak up, but um, it may go bad, so... <laughs> In other words, I may die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's up to you. I, I'm I'm okay with doing it. You know, um, that's that's what I'm here for. But uh, can can we tell from just the noise itself how many more people there might be than the six we see? Uh, yeah. There's probably at least another half dozen hiding somewhere in the foresty area over there that okay. you can't see. It kind of looks like a from the angle that you can see in the area here that's cleared away. It kind of looks like it might be a small village. Now, do we have any reason to be optimistic here and think maybe these people aren't violent? Um, Let's think about that. They were dragging (laughs) the guy that we want. Galvin? I can't remember his name. I'm assuming it was Dragon Galvin, so... Yeah, you think so? I wonder how close would uh, Myron have to get to cast Charm Person on one of them? Um, I guess he... Let's check the range. What are you guys going to do in the meantime while he's checking his spell? I am going to just talk to Crispy, or not Crispy, uh, Trask and uh, Erwin and let them know that I'm going to move up as quietly as possible to try to get a better view while they make other plans. Okay. And when he says that, I'll uh, I'll not cover him. We'll cover him, but I'm not going to move. I'll draw my crossbow. Right. In case something does go bad. I'm just trying to find the spell. Charm person. Range twelve inches. So Isn't that twelve or twenty feet? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Twelve squares on a map. I hated that with the inches thing. I know it's meant for that the war gaming aspect, but I like I like when they did it in feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. I don't want to. So have to how far How far away from these guys are we at the moment? One hundred and twenty-one feet. <laughs> <laughs> Missed no. it by that much. Just, just a bit outside. Um, you're, you're, you feel that you're probably in range to at least nail one of them. But it might become blatantly obvious when you charm him and he stops and stands there staring at you. Yeah, Myron's just going to kind of crouch behind a tree there a little bit and wait and watch everybody else creeping forward and if they get noticed by one of them then he's going to try to charm that particular one that notices them I think alright let's uh, scoot over to uh, Delphin now who's going to be making a move silently roll he is going to go as quietly and slowly as he possibly can avoiding all those twigs and he failed with a 95 <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I told you, man. <laughs> Anytime I need it, it just is not there. <laughs> Delphin moves forward and you hear crunch snap as twigs and leaves break in the forest and uh tree falls over. Yeah. A tree actually <laughs> falls on him and you hear him go, oh, Help me A tree falls on Trask and makes him shorter than he was. <laughs> No, actually, uh, you see that they don't notice the sound. Bizarre. Well, they are Thank singing and dancing, don't forget. Of course, if those pumpkins are masks, maybe they can't hear through them. Yeah. Sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher. Yeah, right? Now, does anyone know anything about these creatures? Uh, their power... Not at all. Strength. 
I know they have hosts for feet. I'm going to try to sneak up again. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, that's a 24. They go, I see you! No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you creep up to uh, which looks like the first bank of trees that would hide you good enough before you can walk into the village area. They don't seem to notice you. But you do see, and close inspection, let's see here, to your right, you see a small hut, to your left, you see a small hut, uh, further back, you see two small huts, you see what looks like to be a ceremonial stage in front of a large hut in the, in the back. Everything is surrounded by thick, dense forest, except for this one way in. Uh, I'm going to attempt to hide in shadows and just kind of watch and see what's going on for a while before I do anything. Oh, 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 zero eight. <laughs> <laughs> you are uh, hiding in shadows as good as can be, and uh, you just see they're kind of dancing and there's some people that are eating. You now see there is a bunch more coming out of the huts that you didn't notice before. And they seem to be dressed in the same garb, and they have the same type of look. And you do look and see that this pumpkin-y type head really wasn't a pumpkin. It was more shaped like a pumpkin, but it's an actual, like, monstrosity head. And their huh. eyes seem to be so lit with a flame. it's a real the- head, not a distant mask. Yeah. yeah. It looks, it's a big orange monstrosity head that kind of looks like a plant type thing. And there's, like, a flame behind there what you thought was a mask by their eyes. That's odd. I, Does that dress us that out loud? That's odd? No, that's me. Oh. I, I wasn't speaking like a pirate. Sorry. After about 15, 20 minutes of staying there, you're kind of getting bored watching them dance around and sing and everything. Okay, I am... Hmm. I will move back to the party and give him complete details. You know, assuming I'll make it back. 31 is my move silently back. And just to let them know what all I saw. Okay. And kind of a layout, you know, draw a layout on the ground and the dirt and what the, the village looks like. Okay. Basically, think of it as a pentagram on the ground. Each a hut is in each position, and then the big hut's at the tip of the pentagram, and in the middle is where the fire pit is. Man, I was hoping we wouldn't have to fight these guys. I was hoping they would be like friendly pumpkin-headed satyr dudes. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? Maybe they are. I just they it could, it could they be live a, in a pentagram village. How do you know? It could be a pentacle village. <laughs> Depending on which way you look at it. They have pumpkin heads. They've got to be evil. Just because they based the movie off a pumpkin head and he was evil doesn't mean these guys are evil. The the only thing I can think of trying to do is maybe trying to draw one of them out into the forest to us and then trying to charm him. And if we get him charmed decently, maybe we can like have him lead us into the village and introduce us as friends or something like that. I don't know. Now, I do have uh, command ready to go. I mean, that we could... I hate to waste it for this, but we could command one of them to come to us if we can find one isolated enough that they wouldn't notice. (laughs) And then, once we get him, you could charm him, and we could find out if they have Galvin. Have to be one pretty isolated. I know. Isn't... I mean, you have to literally say something to make the command work, right? One word, yeah. Yeah. Loud enough for him to hear, but not loud enough for everyone else to hear. You know, that's a very good question. I don't know if it says anything about volume. Obviously, they have to hear it, but... Yeah. Hmm. Well, if you're going to stand there and say, you're like, come to me, or whatever, Dracula style, but, or... Let me ask you, let me ask you this, Vince. Uh, <laughs> Can we understand what language they're speaking? You really don't hear them speaking anything except they're singing. You don't understand that. 
Because command must be uttered in a language which the spell recipient is able to understand, so... Oh. Mm. Well, how do you know they don't understand common? I don't. But I would hate to really waste that uh, <laughs> spell if they did. I would like some kind of confirmation. Well, you have a thief. Use him. Just this whole time I'm picturing uh, Delphin as Solid Snake. <laughs> Pretty much. CQC can only be used when necessary. <laughs> I just love that game. I never played it. God. Get into that later. Corbett Khan, do you think that love can bloom on the battlefield? Crispy. <laughs> so what do you got? So the plan. Well, I could sneak you into one of the huts. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know if that, if we could find an empty hut. And move up there, and then you could try to lure one into the hut, assuming that we don't get caught getting to it, and that all the huts don't have somebody in them. Well, like I said, the whole area was covered by Dick Thence forest, so you might be able to estimate where a hut is and sneak through the forest, which is on the edge, to get into it. Or we could just charge in and kill them. Yeah, or you can charge in and kill them. How many of them were there? Well, you at least twelve. Sort, yeah, Delphin at least or twelve. That's not very good odds, in my opinion. Especially without sleep. <laughs> Pshaw! They're pumpkin heads. How how dangerous could they be? As Mike goes down to negative twelve hit points today. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read up on death and dying again, Mike. <laughs> well, as long as they don't stab me in the back again. That wasn't my fault. Yes, it was. It was exactly your fault. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, the I'm one just other... thinking, like... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I have uh, a light spell, which, if we could get in a position where I could cast it on something, perhaps up on the stage, and get everyone's attention focused there, trying to figure out what it was then maybe we could sneak into one of the huts or... Well, don't but... forget, light can be used offensively, too. Mm-hmm. You can mm. cast it on an opponent's eyes and blind them. They have flames for eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, we're here to get Galvin. Why don't, we, why don't we make a distraction on one side and then me and somebody else go look for him in the huts. That's what I was thinking. If there's like a larger hut where it looks like they might be holding people, we could check that out. But uh Wasn't that the one at the point? Yeah, the biggest one was Yeah. So if you were standing we, go ahead. I was gonna say we get the impression that there's more in the surrounding dark woods, right? Or are they all in the village? You get the impression that they're probably all in the village. Okay. Well, is it possible, would we have some kind of sense for us to sneak around through this dense forest to get to the backside of this largest hut? You could do that, yeah. Because I, well, I tell everyone there, what I'm thinking is, they're obviously preparing for some ceremony, uh... Based on their demonic looks, I would say it may involve sacrifice and possibly sacrifice of Galvin. If that is so, we need to stop this as soon as possible. If I had to guess, he's probably held in the biggest hut. Just if he is a ceremonial sacrifice, that would be the most logical place for him to be. Hmm. Sounds like a good plan. Okay. Sure. Yeah, let's do it. So you're going to sneak around the forest the area to the su the uh, point of the, the pretty much the star, so we'll, just for visualization purposes, to that big hut in the back that you saw. Yes. Okay. It, it takes you probably... Ooh, a good couple of hours to get down there because you're moving really slowly 
Right. And it's a really thick and dense forest, and you don't want them to see you breaking branches and crap like that. And you finally do make it down to where you believe the gi the giant hut is. And uh, there's just some dense forest shrubbery in the way of you and the hut. I say we send the thief in. I think the thief is on the phone. Thief's muted so that you wouldn't hear the phone, but it's, it's not shutting up. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys want to do then? Mm, I think that's probably the best plan. I don't want to like fight these things because we really don't know if they're evil. What happened to the Trask we we knew and loved? Yeah, Traska seems kind of quiet tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm just listening because I don't know. I've just never seen Trask come across someone that he didn't want to attack. <laughs> they don't That's have not gold. true. Maybe. I didn't attack Higgins. <laughs> Trask seems quite different tonight. Doesn't seem like his usual Trask. Trask, that's how you beat up a horse. Pumpkins. Maybe, Maybe Trask is afraid of pumpkin satyrs. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Trask nope. is a little on edge because of his fan listening to the show. <laughs> Maybe. I'm trying to give my all. So, let me ask you this. What is the hut made out of? Uh, like foresty branches and twigs and, and uh, pine needles. and You could think of Gilligan's Island hut type deal. Okay. So, so we could probably, like, push a weapon through and kind of peek through yes, the wall. Yes, very easily. Okay, well, that's what I'll do with uh, Delphin. I will try to sneak up as quietly as possible, crawling along the ground, and then get up next to it and poke my dagger to it and try to see what's in the other wall on this side. You could practically, uh, you could reach through the foresty shrubbery and actually touch the hut, so it's, you don't have to crawl to it. It's that close to the barrier around it. Okay. Uh, where are you looking as far as height-wise? Um, as close to the floor, I mean, I, I would assume I'd be able to see a foot or something else. Okay, so you're going to be on your belly pretty much trying to poke in. Yeah. Alright. You poke inside the hut after a few moments. You finally do see some light. And inside there you see this large, like, it looks like a large throne or chair for, on top of pillows. And there's this large person sitting there. You can't really see what he is or what he looks like, except it's just a large body in the way, and you do see the satyr feet. And uh, you do, upon looking around a little further, you do see Galvin laying on the ground. It's the great pumpkin. Yeah. Charlie Brown. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to have to start doing like one reference per show now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you see uh, Lyrian also on the ground next to him. Um, I'll try to get a, a good idea of what the shape of the room is and anything, you know, objects that are in the room and then so that I can explain to everybody what the, you know, what the room looks like as well as what's in it. From what you gather, you see there's another door across the room, uh, kind of like a beaded door that flings open by uh, pushing through it. And uh, you see there's two guards standing in the room talking to... Uh, <laughs> the great pumpkin, as Mike said. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I wasn't going to call no him problem. that, but now he's now the great pumpkin. And, uh, Are they speaking in a language I don't understand? I, I still don't guess. Uh, no, you do not understand the language they're speaking. Okay. It's pumpkinese. <laughs> okay. I will slap back to the group and uh, give them all the details. So he tells you the layout of the hut, pretty much, and tells you what's on side. So, are, are these pumpkin people, like, people enough that uh, Myron thinks charm person might work on them, or would that be a mistake? Good try. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely try to do what you want to try. Or you can look at yeah. Mike's message in the uh, board that he's typing off. <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Mm. Um, that would make things a lot simpler, but... Uh, 
maybe we could create a distraction back at the other side of the village where we came from, send somebody around there to like blow something up or whatever you do, and then we could, <laughs> after it. they all rush out there, we could like bust in through the back of the hut and grab our friends and like take off through the woods away from here or something like that. He didn't even finish the thought, I'll do what he says. <laughs> <laughs> I've really just been waiting this whole time for me to be able to do my one stupid thing per session. That's right. That's your second level. You have to do two stupid things per session now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. Just wait till third level. Three stupid things per session. Ha <laughs> ha. All right. So, how do you plan on blowing something up or or whatever? You know. Well, the huts are made of like thatch. Yeah. Yeah, we could set them the, on uh, fire. Yep. Okay. And the the words of the great strong bad. Let's burninate the countryside. Let's do it. <laughs> so okay, then Trask is going to work his way back to the front, which is going to take probably an hour. <laughs> well, no, or short you, stubby legs. No, you have to realize you're going back the same way you came, which all the branches are broken and the way is clear, but you're still moving as quiet as possible. Mm-hmm. So what's the signal going to be? Just you blowing something up, then they move. I'm going to set something on fire and then step out and kill as many as I can. <laughs> All right. All right, so who's going to be healing Trask? <laughs> All right, so Trask, you are in the front. Or you should probably come with me. Um, I'll come along. Erwin's going to go? Trying to think, I'm just trying to think what, you know... Sure. Uh, what Corbin would actually do... Um, I guess, uh, sure, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll go with you. <laughs> Is anybody going to stay at the hut? <laughs> yeah, Mara I'll stay at the hut if you're going along. Well, if I had, uh, if I had Erwin with me, that's the two fighters. We're the two strongest, so we can do the most damage. Ugh. Mm-hmm. So this pl- is going to end badly. Yeah, so the plan pretty much is you're going to send Delphin up to the front instead of, instead of Trask. And Delphin's going to quickly run and light a hut on fire, throw something. I'm unclear on how you're going to light this fire. Um, I believe I have well and whatnot. So I could pour it on the back and then flint and tender it up and then run away. Okay. Well, I was thinking because it's thatch, it's probably pretty dry, so a flint and steel would set it with a little bit of effort. I've or got even some just, lantern oil as well, if need or be. Or even you could just throw a uh, torch on top of the roof. Flaming arrow, maybe? Flaming arrow would actually be a pretty, pretty smart idea. <laughs> Assuming I could hit it. That's what I was laughing at. <laughs> My rolls are not that great. Let's see. Yeah, I do have a short bow. I could try that if we want to do that. All Personally, right. I say we go with the more... Um, better chance of just doing it in person. Because if you miss, then we've given up the element of surprise and... That's true. We're in trouble. Boop, boop, boop. Okay, I will listen to a wise one <laughs> and uh, sneak up to it then. And uh, I'm going to soak it with oil, though, just to make sure it burns. Okay. So the signal is pretty much going to be when the fire is lit and you notice that they're all charging towards it or whatever. <clears throat> so. Delphin, you sneak your way back through the forest to the front. And uh, you do see a hut within reaching range. You do throw some oil on there, like you said. And... Okay. You do light your flint and steel, so just give me a quick percentile roll. Okay. 
66. Okay, you see these sparks come out, and it does start to catch on fire slowly. Okay, as soon as it looks like it's burning, I am going to go back into the woods and find a, uh, go, try to head back to where they are okay. as quietly as possible. After mm, about 15, 20 minutes, you start seeing, from your vantage point, you start seeing the back of the hut, start the flames start going up. And then you hear the thing just completely catch on fire, and you start hearing some... The singing stop. You all start hearing this. The singing stop, and you hear some mumblings and grumblings and people running around. And you do see a big light flame, other than the fire pit, all of you now, as Delphin finally returns. And it seems like all the minions, as you called them, are now distracted by the fire of the hut. And there seems to be about 20-something of them after a quick count. Is leader guy, like, uh, gone out to watch or anything? Or is he still sitting in there in his big chair? You don't see leader guy outside, but then again, no one was looking inside the hut. So you assume he's still inside the hut. So I try and look through that hole that uh, Delphin created earlier. What do I see inside the hut? Uh, you see the leader guy's not laying down anymore. He's actually sitting up now. And uh, you see there's one guard in there now. And Galvin and Lyrian. So from my understanding of the, the hut, it's, it's easily you could just pass. You can pretty much just uh, go through the material it's made out of. Like you could make a hole in it pretty easily. Yeah, Tress could probably jump right through it, easily. What I was thinking is that uh, <clears throat> we send Delphin in to backstab the leader guy. And then when he's done with that, the rest of us jump through and just gang up on him. Sounds good to me. All right. Delphin, are you willing to take this risk? <laughs> are you willing to do this one stupid task? <laughs> <laughs> Um, sure, I'll give it a shot. All right. Delphin's That's going. not a good sounding all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's not. All right. That's a fine good plan you've got there, chaps. <laughs> Is that better? No, it's like, that wasn't all right. It's like, okay, and then we all die. Yeah, sorry. It's like that, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> Alright, well, you're going to be behind him crawling into 10, so you're going to have to give me a successful move silently, and that's going to count for you pretty much cutting your way through with your hands and slowly moving across the ground. He's only a couple feet away from you, but you still could make enough noise that he can hear you. Gotcha. Everybody hope for no 95s. <laughs> 92. <laughs> uh, 52. Ooh. You start cutting your way through and moving, and you do make a little bit of noise. Your decision to stop or continue going. Was, was it allowed, or was it just like a little twig snap? It was a little twig sla snap. And I, I'll just like stop moving completely and just wait and see if I hear any movement or anything going on the other side of the wall. You do not hear any other odd noises other than him still, like he's belching out uh, orders. Okay. After a brief pause, I will try to continue on again. Sorry. <laughs> God, my dice roll is terrible. <laughs> Go again. Oh, there we go. 22. Okay, you managed to get completely inside the uh, the hut, and you were right behind him in his uh, pillowy throne. Someone is watching through the hole, right? So we can just bust in there as soon as he strikes, right? Uh, no, nobody was watching through a hole, according to your plan. <laughs> Wait, I missed what? Nobody like none was... of us were watching him go through the... Well, like, the plan was to, like, be behind him, and then when he backstabs the guy, to jump through and then gang up on him. Okay. 
Yeah, but I think I think what he was saying was how are we going to know when he does it? Because you weren't going to hear a scream. Yeah. From either one of them? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, actually. All right, uh, Delphin, you, since you still have the surprise element, go ahead and roll your backstab. All righty. One. Oh, natural 20. Yeah. Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, no way. Yes. All right. Roll your damage. Actually, roll the d20 again. Okay. That is a three. Okay. Normal double damage. You either roll really high or really low. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's I use them all the time. Let's see. I am using longsword d8. Uh, my base damage is just two, and then multiply it twice, so it's four. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> now you you guys all hear a that's what he sounds like, <laughs> and he turns around and looks at you, and he's got this disgusting squash head, and and he's got drool coming out, and things are leaking all over the place, and oh man, it's Java the pumpkin-headed sailor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how do you become a sailor? <laughs> Sater. Oh, they said sailor. I'm like, <laughs> pepper the sailor. Anyway. <laughs> pumpkin the sailor blob. Anyway, uh, so now it's initiative time since everybody knows you're there. Just All get right. paper out here. Do we need to announce I rolled our... A, I rolled a one. Yeah, I, I apologize. We'll count the one since I said that, but I want to... Mike was right. Thanks, Mike. Uh... Let me just position the people on my little paper here so I know where everybody is. Delphin. Okay, uh, starting with Delphin, since he's in the room, I assume you're just going to be a straight-out attacking? Yes. Okay, and um, everybody's going to be jumping through the... Um, I guess I should say the hut to get inside. Yeah, and attacking yep. if yep. you can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is going to be fun. All right, let me roll my initiative from my side. Six bastards. <laughs> All right, Delphin is right there, so Delphin gets to go first. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Nice hit. Roll your damage. Uh, that's a four. Thank you. Four. Okay, is he large or just? Uh, no, he's actually just under the large mark. Uh, Vince, I never did say what I was going to do, but if I oh, can get inside on this round, I'm I'm going to see if I can grab Lyrian and uh, Galvin and start to drag them out. Okay. Is everyone? I'll just go because I just assumed everybody was jumping and attacking. I apologize. Uh, what is everybody else going to do? Just jump in an attack or, or some other plan of action? Myron's going to fire his sling at the guard that's still in there. Try to distract him from everything while uh, whoever else is dragging the other people out of there. Okay. And uh, Erwin, you're going to jump in an attack? Yeah. Okay. Crispy, same, I mean, uh, Trask, same thing, I believe. Yeah, with the Hellax. Alright, <laughs> want to make sure. Okay, uh, I'll start... With, uh, let's see here. Myron, you're jumping through. Roll me a d6, please. Dun, 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 dun. Six. Okay. You jump right through, easily land on your feet, and you see that there's the big, ugly, disgusting, squash, pumpkin-headed guy standing there drooling over Delphin, who just stabbed him twice. And, uh, you see there's a guard across the room who's now moving into attack, but he is far enough away that you can attack him next round. Okay. Uh, Trask. I got a uh, 15 total for my to hit. Uh, D6 first. D6 first? Alright. Uh, I got a 3. <laughs> You're lucky. Okay, you break through, jump in there, and you can attack next round. Okay. Erwin, D6. 2. Okay, hold on a second. All right. You able to jump through also, and you see the slimy thingy in front of you. 
The Great Pumpkin. <laughs> the Great Pumpkin. And Corbin, D6. Uh, rolled a four. Ooh. Corbin <laughs> jumps through but bounces back off because you've hit the big bamboo in the heart. <laughs> and you're like, ow, and you're laying on the ground. Hey, someone had to hit it. <laughs> okay, uh, next round. Uh, what's everybody doing? Starting, uh, we're going on the line here with Skype. Trask. Attack. Myron. Sling at the guard if I can stay... Uh... Out of melee. Irwin. Attack great pumpkin. Delphin. Delphin is going to try to maneuver to a flanking position opposite of uh, Trask. Okay. As best I can. And <laughs> Corbin. I'm going to again try and get inside and drag these, uh, these uh, prostate people out. Prostrate people out. <laughs> okay. Initiative? By their, by their prostate if I have to. Ew. <laughs> Ugh. You want to go stick in your hand there. <laughs> I rolled a four again. I rolled a two. The big blobbery thing looking at Delphin because he's mad now. Hey, you heard him. And your armor class was again? Um, you talking to me? Yes, Delphin. Uh, sorry. You know what? I don't even have it on my sheet. It's on. I'll put it on the web thing. One second. Uh, since you don't know, it's, it's automatically a nine. What is it's it? Eight. Uh, it's five. All right. You're lucky. He swings a big, slimy paw at you and misses. And you see some like goo hit the side of the tent and kind of melt away. Ooh. The tent melts away or the goo uh, melts away? The actual like. Side of the hut. I didn't mean to say tent. Side of the hut melts a hole. Huh. Uh oh. That's not cool. Uh, let's see. What the, the what? The other guard closes in to attack. That's his move. Trask. Uh, attack the big dude. Roll. Everybody who's I attacking the big dude, roll. I got an 18 to hit. Okay, hold on. Three for damage. All right, then three for damage. Am I rolling twice because it's with the hell axe? Nope. Nope. Okay. Myron. Uh, sling. I rolled a nine, hitting armor class is eleven. Yuck. You're missing no uh, everything. Irwin. I get a twenty-one. Unnatural. Unnatural, yeah. Okay. And... Ah. One point of damage. <laughs> Nine points of damage. Why was that an ah? That's a good <laughs> it was two d It was 2d4, and the first d4 I rolled, I got a one, but the oh. next one I got a four, so it's five Ooh. plus strength. Nine. Okay. And Delphin, who's moving into a flanking position... And you are in that flanking position because they're all distracting him. Okay. I assume you're flanking, backstabbing. Uh, let's see. So, so that's plus four. Yeah. That would be 16. 16, and that hits. Come on, you make a good roll, baby. Oh, uh, there's a seven. Seven points of seven. damage? Uh, it would be 14 if it's backstab. Yeah. And Corbin, you make your way into the tent, and you have your choice of picking up either Galvin or Lyrian to pull out. Well, I'm going to grab Galvin, because supposedly he has the book, so. Okay, you pull him into the forest successfully, and next turn you can go back in. Okay. Uh, moves, if you're going to do the same thing, just say same again, otherwise just tell me what else you're going to do. Same. 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 Who is the guard closing on to attack? Uh... Delphin. Okay. I'm just going to keep doing the same thing then. Okay. Initiative. Uh, rolled a six. Damn it. I rolled a one. Damn it. The creature, <laughs> big giant pumpkin head, looks over to Delphin again because you're the one who keeps doing massive damage to him. Doop. 
and he swings a big slimy paw at you. Ooh, 18. That's got a hit. Yeah. And he does. Three points of damage, and give me a save versus paralyzation. Good. Uh-oh. Let's see. Uh, oh, no. I failed. I rolled a six. Okay, you freeze up as if you had Botox, and you fall to the ground. And what was, that was, uh, you said three damage? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the one guard closing in on Delphin no longer has a target because you just fell to the ground paralyzed. He, let's see what he does. Next closest person would probably be Trask. Yep. Armor class? Two. Nineteen, hit. Yeah. Six points of damage as he swings at you with his claw. How many hit points does that leave you with, Trask? Fifteen. Okay. He's still got plenty of room to do stupid things. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that moves over to you guys. And, um, our Delphin's down. Corbin's going to be pulling out Lyrian now into the forest, correct? Yes. So next round you'll be able to run in an attack. Okay. Uh, Trask, Leaf, and Erwin are now attacking the large pumpkin guy. So all three of you go ahead and roll. I got 18. A, uh, 16. Okay. And My- Myron rolled a one. Ah, Ooh. boy. Goody. Roll percentile. <laughs> Actually, roll me a d20 one more time. Uh, 11. Okay, now roll me a percentile. A percentile? Yes. Uh, uh, 61. 61. Okay. Trask, you are 1, 2, 3. Erwin, 4, 5, 6. No. (laughs) (laughs) 1, 2, 3. I got a 2. Go ahead, Leaf. Roll your damage. I'm Iron. Roll your damage. Alright. Oh, that's a sling. That's D4, not D6. Right. Um, roll to 2 plus 1 is 3. Trask, you feel something hit you in the back of the head as you're Sorry. going to attack, and you actually falter your attack. So you do not hit. But Erwin, your connection of 18, you said. Yeah. Damage, please. 9 again. Okay, you see he's starting to gush out all this gushy stuff now, like green slimy, yellowy goodness. But he still seems to be up and standing. Good. Oh, Lord. Uh, you gotta keep carving. So, actions again. If it's gonna be the same, call same. Otherwise, tell me your new action. Same. Myron's mm-hmm. going to try to drag Delphin, paralyzed guy, away from the away from the melee so he doesn't get stepped on or otherwise ganked. Okay, Erwin. Same. Same. And, I'm attacking. And Corbin's going to run in an attack. And Delphin, you're going to sit there and twitch. Oh, I'm going to make a good version of a statue. <laughs> okay. Initiative, please. Three. Five. You go first. Everybody that's uh, going after the big pumpkin guy, roll. Can I get there in time to yes. attack? Yes. Yeah, the, the entrance is pretty clear now. Okay. We'll give you a plus two for a charge attack. Uh, that, that gives me an 18. That hits. All right. Uh, oh. Four, three points of damage. Three points of damage. Trask, Erwin? 19 to hit. Ooh, nice. Erwin? And I rolled uh, nine. four. I only got nine to hit. Okay. And you four damage, you said, Chris? Four for damage, yeah. Okay. Uh, Leaf, uh, Myron, you pull Delphin away from the battle area. And the large pumpkin-headed creature is going to attack Erwin this time. And, uh-huh. Erwin, and your armor class is... That's a very good question. Do, 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 do. It is five. 
Five? Five. Okay. And I rolled a twelve, so he misses you. <laughs> okay. So next round of actions. Same. Same. How many hit points do Delphin and Trask have now? I've got 12. Um, I have 6. Okay, I'm going to cast your light wounds on Delphin then. Okay. Initiative, please. Uh, a 5. Shoot. Oh, I rolled a 5, so, and I always say tie goes to the players. That's why we like you. Yeah. Until I kill you. <laughs> Everybody attacking the big pumpkin guy, please make your rolls. I rolled a one. Ooh, a natural 20. Oh, I just hope your Krispies roll doesn't screw you up. Then I rolled an eight. Double so O. plus one would be uh, nine. Double dough. So what am I rolling? Percentile? Yep. 58. 58, 58. Roll your damage. Ten. Ten points of damage. Erwin, evens or odds? Uh, odds. All right, you take ten points of damage. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> and your uh, twenty, Corbin. Go ahead and roll that a d twenty again. All right. Um, 17. Nice. Uh, roll your damage. Ah, shoot. Uh, again, three points of damage, so double. Is that right? Yep. So six points of damage. Uh, do you have a catchphrase? By St. Cuthbert's cudgel. You smash it down through the big squashy pumpkin's head as it splatters all over the place. Everybody make a save versus poison. <laughs> God. I rolled a one. Again. Crispy, what the hell? Myron rolled a two. Is it paralyzation? <laughs> poison. Paralyzation and poison. Yeah, same thing. Uh-oh. Delphin doesn't have, have to roll. Now, what happens I, if it hits it exactly? That's fine. Okay. I blew so it. I made it. Erwin <laughs> blew it, too? Yep. Is, is this everybody rolling, or just the people that were in melee with the big creature? Everybody in the room. Okay. Because he's splattered all over the place. He slimed me. Everybody rolled? Yep, I failed. Myron failed, that is. <laughs> The, the whole party, minus Corbin, all dropped to the ground, paralyzed. You have been listening to the quest for the Book of Sorrows. If you have any questions or comments, please visit the cast at rfipodcast.com. Follow the cast on Twitter at rfipodcast or at facebook.com slash rfipodcast. Join us next time for... The Quest for the Book of Sorrows.